Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. You are now tuned in to the Believe Network. Do you believe? Yo, 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 what's popping? You currently locked in with the coldest podcast in the land. It's your boy, B. Jones, a.k.a. Bolo, and you know when I'm pulling up to the porch. I can't pull up without my dog. Yes, sir. It's your boy, Big Smitty, a.k.a. D-Nice. And where we at again, Bolo? Y'all know we in a place to be, so go ahead and tell a friend to tell a friend to grab a drink and pull up, because this is The Porch. Let's get it. So porch, that was where it all began. Had to put in work every day we got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless. I did things for free, but now it costs to see me. When you see me, you ain't got to greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me. I'm a Yes, sir. You got another one today, man. How you feeling? Another banger, bro. I'm I'm blessed, bro. Special guest in the building. Hey, I people gotta wait, stop sleeping wait. on the porch. I can't wait for the people to hear this one, bro. They scared I though. Wait. I think they scared, Bolo. I think they scared. <laughs> they ain't ready, bro. You know the thing I was th- talking about earlier, bro. It's like everybody wanna be on the bandwagon when the when the when the when the when the bandwagon is moving. It's right, moving right. already. You know what I'm saying? When that bitch in park, don't nobody wanna wanna jump on. But it's, it's cool. They gonna it's catch all on. good. I I take it either way I get it, man. But before we introduce our special guest, you gotta start us off right below 30 second word of the day. I know you got something on your mind. Um, Let the people know on the porch, man. How you feeling? Give us something. Man, real quick and easy, family. Uh, word of the day is learn. All right. Um, what that pretty much means is no matter how old you are, young, degree, non-degree, you can always learn from somebody. You're never too smart to soak up game from somebody. I know so many people who reach so many heights and they feel like they can't really take knowledge from maybe that brother down the street or that that sister down the street. Right. So black, brown, girl, boy, whatever. You can soak up game from a child. You can soak up game from an older folk. You know what I mean? No matter where you can't, no matter where you at in life, always be open to soak, soaking up that information, bro, because that's that's going to help you. You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows something. You don't know everything, so you can learn from everybody. All right? So qu- word of the day is learn, y'all. Go ahead and learn something from somebody. Don't be too good to soak up game from anybody. Facts, facts, facts. Thanks for that, my guy. Learn. And y'all about to learn something today, man. So without facts. further ado, man, we got to give my guy the proper introduction. One of the best actors in the game right now. You might have seen him in Snowfall. You might have seen him in Real. If you ain't seen him in that, you damn sure saw him in Bel Air, the no, one man. and the only Jordan Jones. Welcome to the porch. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. New building. Yes, sir. How you I'm feeling? Here. <laughs> up, y'all? Hey, th- hey, thanks for having me, for real, man. For real. Thank you so blessing, much. Man. Of course, Definitely man. It's a blessing, man. How you feeling right now, man? I got, we were talking off mic. I'm like, every time I, I, I look at your IG, he on he in New York, he in Philly, he in LA. I, I can't keep up with you. <laughs> <laughs> man, I mean, this this whole experience, man, this has been a blessing. I'm so grateful uh, just for this opportunity, man, just to, like, you know, show my talents and, you know, entertain people, whether that's comedy or, you know, anything, you know, drama, whatever the case may be, man. I'm just blessed to be able to, you know, just share my talents man, with people, man. And this has been a surreal, a, a really surreal experience. And, uh, and this is just the beginning, man. So, you know, let's get to it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> sir. Yeah, yeah. I already know. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. 
Find all of the latest sports developments, including updated odds on NBA playoffs, fights, and even next season's futures. And don't forget that the MLB is back as well. Who are you picking to win the World Series? Bet Online is your continued source for all your sports wagering needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino and poker games. It's super easy to get started. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use our promo code BELIEVE. That's B L E A V, BELIEVE, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. I already know, man. So let's, you know, on the porch, we like to start back in, in the early years, man, so we can really understand like the full, the full journey, man. So obviously I know you, you know, grew up, uh, grew up in LA, you know, in a city where all the stars are from or where the stars try to come out to, to make a life for themselves. I guess at what point in your life did you know that you wanted to have a career in Hollywood? Uh, I would say, well, I'll put it this way. I did my first like commercial, um, my first commercial when I was, what was this, 11th grade? Mm. Um, and uh, I was a class clown in high school. And <laughs> and especially because when everybody like had them like hoop dreams, like, you know, like I started off hooping. Yeah. I just knew, I was like, yeah, I'm not going, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> so let me, just, <laughs> let me, you know, everybody's like, oh, you're so funny. You should be on TV, or whatever. I actually, my first year at college, I went to U of A, University of Arizona. And, uh, but from the beginning, I knew I wanted to transfer to USC, um, just because I knew I wanted to do something in entertainment. I didn't know for sure. Well, I didn't know if that was like strictly stand-up comedy or, you know, just comedic acting or just like, you know, do theater school or whatever the case is. And I knew Zona wasn't a place. So I immediately, um, <clears throat> like I, I applied to USC, like, like basically the USC declined me mm. and, and, uh, you know, just didn't accept me. I went to Arizona. I was like, no matter what, I'm going to USC. Right. So like first week I applied as a transfer student in that whole year. It's crazy too. It wasn't like I had to like sacrifice in a weird way. Like Arizona, yeah. I'm not like no disrespect, but like, it just was easy. Honestly, it was, <laughs> it, was <laughs> right. it was like really a party school. And uh, I just made sure that I just like turned everything in. I ended up getting like a three, five and I transferred to USC. And once I transferred to USC, I didn't care about what my GPA was. I just was, <laughs> just was I'm where you know, I'm, I'm here, supposed man. to be. Right. I'm here. I made it. Right. I'm in the I'm right here. place. And, yeah. And a lot of people think too, that like I, um, I, I like did something in theater, like majored in theater. Mm -hmm. And that just wasn't the case. Um, and I love the fact that people think that, but I knew that I wanted to be in entertainment. And once I got to SC, I started doing like Snapchat stuff, like mm -hmm. certain like skits and whatnot. And I was just like, yeah, I think I want to be an actor for real. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the craziest thing is I lived with, uh, I live with uh, my homie, um, and Darnell, you know, know him, uh, Miles and VP. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh, my guy. Yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I worked as a PA, and PA is a production assistant, but I did, like, all the grimy stuff. I scrubbed yeah. trailers. I got talked to crazy by certain people. And, you know, was, oh, yeah. I, I asked for Stillwater, not <laughs> and I had to, like, really kind of hone in and kind of humble myself. And I knew I wanted to be an actor, but it's so hard to do that because the way it is, you get auditions. And I can get auditioned, like, right now, and it's due tomorrow at 8. And it's hard mm. to do that having an actual nine to five job. It's hard to do that while yeah. in college when you have a final or something like that. So I was there. I was working from like 6 a.m. to 6 p.m., not getting paid that much. Um, you know, having fun with my life, you know, okay. but but not 
that wasn't what I wanted to do, but I knew I had to put some work in. You know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, one day I literally was just like, I'm just going to quit and figure it out. And I just believed in myself, seriously. <clears throat> and and when I did that, um, I would say that I, I, got the, I got a manager and my first audition, I got a callback. Now, I didn't get the role, but a callback is great because there's hundreds of people who audition a callback. Now it's like 20 of y'all. So they were right. looking at me, but they didn't choose me. That's just how the way this goes. And um, after that, I got a, you know, a couple guest roles and a couple commercials so that I can like, you know, stay afloat, you know, with rent and all that stuff. And yeah. then probably six months into getting um, my first audition is when I booked the rail show, which is my first series regular. Nice. And, you know, um, I'll just say in a way, the rest is history. Man. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I know I'm doing the right thing. <laughs> right, 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 bro. I love it. I love hearing that, hearing your journey, bro. It's crazy. Like you're like the third or fourth person we've had on who shared their power. story. And it's, yeah, it's all about that belief and believing oh, in yourself. And you, you took, you took a risk. You, you quit your job and put it all, all your focus and attention into yourself, into your acting career. And obviously oh, yeah. it paid off. But I'm sure yeah. like it had to be moments where you thought to yourself, like, man, I like, just this shit kind of scary. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm taking a oh, huge risk. Like, dude, I I'll say this in a, in a straight, my story is a little different than, than what people kind of in a way want to hear. Mm-hmm. I would say that people come to LA and they're like, I'm gonna be an actor, I'm gonna be in Hollywood. Yeah, I gotta and right. like that's don't go like that at all. Now, for me, it kind of did. Like when I decided to, like I just say my whole story. <laughs> you know hey, take your time. Hey, it's the board. For me, it was like to because my mom is also an actress. Shout out my mom, Tosha Story. She's in the Oval. She's also a young and restless. You know, my biggest inspiration. All that. Uh, um, shout out to mom, dude. Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And me getting like a raw series regular so quickly into me finally getting auditions is kind of unheard of, truly. Um, unless you were like kind of like a Will Smith type guy where it's like, I wasn't even trying to act and someone kind of made me act and I happened to be good at it. And then I took off. But if you're like, okay, I'm going to start this journey. Your journey is usually longer. Now, once I got the show and the show ended, that's when my journey started because I thought it was going to be like, Oh yeah, I'm a series regular. So now I have to audition no more. That's not how it goes. There's so many actors and so many shows and so many movies and stuff like that, where I would say from 2019 to probably 2021, was my actual roughest time mm-hmm. because, um, you know, and it wasn't like I wasn't doing anything during that time. That's why I did like Snowfall, the All Rise, um, the Rookie. NCAA. I actually did a lot of stuff, but to my friends and people who just see me on TV and yes, it's streaming and, you know, I was in Shameless and all this stuff. Right. Those were gigs. That's what my mom calls them, like gigs. It wasn't like a substantial and like yeah. every week type thing. Like, right. Whoa. Right. I was used to being on TV every single week to, to go from there to there. You know, it's definitely humbling, but it's like it was so strange. Like, you know, so many friends were like, oh, man, you're always on TV. And like to me, I'm like, I mean, technically, but like I haven't worked in a minute. Like, yeah, I'm right. always on TV, but like working every week, that's what I missed. So I think that, you know, that was my journey. And and I think that I, I never wanted to quit because my mom, my dad, like left the family when I was five years old. Mm-hmm. And and it's funny because he left to pursue this acting career. And, he, you know, he's a he's a theater actor. And but my mom did it the right way. She had to stop acting. She had to do certain jobs. She was a substitute teacher. She had to do all these things to put me in the best position possible. So I go to private school and all types of stuff like that. So seeing my mom's journey. And then now once I graduated SC and 
And right when I graduated, it's crazy how God is, man. Like right when I graduated, my mom started doing stuff. She was in the movie Acrimony with Taraji. Oh yeah. Um, she was in, she was been in a group of stuff. And it's crazy when you do the right thing, you get rewarded. And mm. seeing my mom's journey of never quitting, really, no matter how it got hard or how hard it got. Yeah. Um when when I was in times where I was like, man, like I'm not gonna quit. But this is hard, man, because, you know, I get so close and I'm getting a call back here and I'm not getting this. And, oh, for this next series regular on HBO, was they said I was perfect because this is the profession of no. So they'll tell you your whole, oh, my God, that was a perfect audition. It was great. Oh, my God. Can't wait to see you, all this stuff and never hear back. That happens mm-hmm. all the time. That happens mm-hmm. majority of the time. So getting so much validation but not actually getting rewarded, it's tiring. On, it's tough on your body. It's tough on your soul. But with my mom and like my faith in God, I was like, dude, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get what's for me. My mom always said, like, what's for you is for you. And for if you. it wasn't, then it never was. But it's like, it's so true. It's powerful, it's like, it's though. Crazy. Yeah. There's so many opportunities and stuff where, you know, I'm in the same room with certain people and I might get that job and everyone kind of looked good for it, but it just wasn't for them. And then vice versa. I, I don't, yeah. you know, I didn't get it. And, um, you know, I, I would just say that, you know, with my faith in God for real and my mom around, that was really what kept me really going. And I don't want to say like, I don't want to exaggerate. Like, yeah, I was just on, I was on my last leg. I was about to quit. I wasn't like that, but it definitely got hard. It definitely got hard when, you know, you know, you were on the show for a while and then two years go by and it's like, I right, like, do I get another job? It just was these other thoughts I had. Yeah. Was like, yeah. if I don't quit, like, do I got to do certain things? And I, I kind of still like put my faith in, and, you know, just myself. And I was like, look, I'm talented. And the right people are going to see me at the right time. And I did. And I did. <laughs> Man. That's real. I mean, that's real. That's real. That's real life right there. I mean, just oh, as far as being you know, persistent, being consistent, and obviously keeping keeping your faith in the man above to, to make a way. Like you said, like, you know, what's for you? Like, no man can take away. Like, believing in yourself, believing in God is definitely something that, you know, nobody in whatever facet could ever take from you. Um, yep. that's, that's, that's real, that's real shit right there. Hey man, look, I know we've all been there before your lady, your man, your significant other, whoever they may be. They're tired of going to Applebee's every single night. They tired of going to TGI fries every night. They want to do a big for one time in their life. They're trying to lead a the country. They want to go on the beach. They want to see some palm trees. They want to drink some pina coladas, some margaritas, et cetera. And you know it's going to be a large expense. It's going to hit you. It's going to hit your account hard. Well, one thing I can tell you not to do is don't put that expense on a high interest credit card. Don't do it. Credit Karma can help you look for a low interest personal loan that can help you save money while you still pay off that big purchase and have a good time. Come on, man. What else do you need to hear? Are you ready to apply? Head over to creditkarma.com slash loan offers to see personalized offers. Again, that's creditkarma.com slash loan offers to find a loan for you. That's creditkarma.com slash loan offers. I'm telling you, y'all, you don't regret it. Apply today. Now, um, obviously, you got your foot in the door. You know, obviously, there's a lot of adversity with, you know, competition and, and, and things like that. I guess what I guess what would you consider the hardest part of acting uh, up until this point is like, obviously, once you've gotten your foot into the door uh, now and you've have some consistency on you know mm-hmm. being on shows and things like that. Mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, <clears throat> uh, man, that's man, that's crazy, um, because the, the hardest part truly is. Kind of putting that one one foot in front of the other, mm-hmm. uh, right. seeing people. Um, 
who are young, you know, especially with Instagram and social media and stuff like that, you know, seeing people your age doing things that you want to do or doing more that you're doing or whatever the case is. And, right. and I think that um, I think that's one of the hardest parts because, you know, social media, that's something that we can't stay away from. And yeah. uh, <clears throat> it used to be like, oh, yeah, I just don't have social media. No, that's that's life. Social media is life. Right. So seeing people do certain, and also on social media, people only show their highlights, you know, people not going to show themselves crying and going right. through stuff. So I think the hardest thing is kind of, kind of really but like truly staying true to yourself like mm-hmm. truly not fake staying true to yourself but actually so like you know when you're alone at night and you go home at 10 at night and you lay in the bed by yourself you're still happy with yourself you don't compare mm. yourself to other people mm. and i would say that i would say that because because i'll say this when my mom says this all the time the acting part is easy it is because really? and it's not like easy like oh yeah it's not difficult but you don't have stress because you got the part already and right, you already know right. you about to be on this so, so it's like oh the hardest part is auditioning and then okay i gotta make it the perfect audition because if i don't somebody else gonna make the perfect audition and, oh my god because i'm worried about making it the perfect audition i won't make it the perfect audition because i'm overthinking it <laughs> right you know what i'm saying so these all the things that come with it all the all the doubt because you know you walk in there maybe you mess up a little bit and then now you know they tell you to do it again so now you're on your head even though that doesn't really matter like so now you're really messing up like those are actually the hardest things and just staying true to yourself um jimmy Iveen has this quote man and uh he had this documentary with dr dre and he yeah. was talking about how in horse races um you know horses they have their blinders on yeah mm-hmm. and the reason why they have blinders on is because they have to run straight and just look at the finish line if they look yeah. to the right they look to the left they can miss a step they can fall they can lose the race just by looking right or left and i would say that that's how i decided to kind of take my life and I advise people to take their life where it's like don't look if you're ahead of somebody doesn't matter if you're behind somebody doesn't matter just look it's at like that your own race yeah you know what I'm saying it's it's, it's it's your own race it's your own lane and at the end of the day by the time you get to the finish line you'll look back and there's people that you was looking at yourself judging yourself with and comparing right. yourself to that were ahead of you per se because you thought they were ready just because they're running their own race they might be looking up to you now so like don't even worry about what somebody else got going on because that's not your life anyway and their life is not your life and that's you know right. at the end of the day only you only thing you can do is you know kind of worry about yourself and you worry about other people not gonna help you at all regardless <laughs> that's right and a lot of the times too people especially with social media people are like trying to find motivation out of a fake image you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. like you know yeah. instagram they, they just paint a picture they paint the story that they want you to see like anything that somebody wants you to see Nine times out of ten, it's gonna you be gonna see it. what you <laughs> right, yeah, right. want to see, right? So, see yeah, and a lot and of people yeah. just you know find motivation and, and try to be like something that that person who's actually posting isn't really like. You know, not even real. Yeah, on yourself. One hundred percent. I know really, really sad individuals with three hundred k, and they post something great or whatever. And you just imagine, you just try to you envision. Because you're trying to look for something. You're like, oh, that's a, just a perfect person. And they probably have the yeah. most perfect relationships. And, you know, their parents are both there. And they got all the money in the world. And they probably drive the craziest car. And, yeah, they get every opportunity. And it's just like, that is just so not true. It's just so not true. Sometimes I think about that, too. And especially, like, especially since the show and the show's been doing so well. Just, like, my following and everything has kind of been going up. And uh, for my friends who know me, yeah. like, I'm the same nigga. I swear, like, I am the same yeah little nigga who is like shut up jj like that's me yeah. <laughs> sometimes people dm me certain stuff i'll be like who do y'all think i am I'm right 
Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like, you're, like, you're literally the greatest, bro. I swear to God, man, I want to be just like you. I'm like, no, you don't want to be like me. I'm like, and I'm not portraying this image where like I'm this perfect guy. I, I'm not. So right. it's just so funny when people just just by seeing you because you're doing something good. Yeah, they put this thing on you, and I'm I'm glad that people, certain people, look up to me and stuff. But like. Realistically, I'm just another nigga, little nigga. <laughs> I'm just, you know what I'm I'll be like, what? I like text my homies. Like, I'll text me people like, bro, these niggas think that I am. They think I'm some like <laughs> some crazy caricature. I'm like, bro, I'm what? I'm still eating uh, ramen noodles. It's yeah, funny you say that, bro, because that's real, man. You know, the thing is, people see you on TV, and like, you know, so I. Obviously, I, I I do a little bit of acting, you know, as you know, yeah. but my yeah. main stuff is mostly sports, media, you know, hosting that type of TV lane. And it's crazy. Like, you know, uh, I was on Speak for Yourself, one of the uh, Fox Sports shows for about two years, and people see you on air and they just assume that, like, you filthy rich and you just oh, is yeah. big time. And I'm yeah. like, I'm just regular old Darnell. I'm still like, yeah. what you <laughs> talking sports. Talking sports, they man. They see you right here on the screen. Yep. And so now all of a sudden, you have a Lamborghini. Right. And I don't understand. I don't hey, understand. trust me, Jay, I wish it worked that way. Trust oh me. Oh, my God. I really do. I really do, man. That's, Let that's me ask you this. Has it been hard for you to um, navigate between what's real and what's fake because mm-hmm. of how much success you've been having and how much attention you, you've had? Like you said, I, I know you got your core group of friends who you know is always going to stick by your side. But I'm sure you've had all types of people, whether in person or in your DMs, just trying to act like they, you know, closer to you than maybe they really are. Has that ever been tough for you to navigate through that? I, I wouldn't say tough. No, I wouldn't say tough because I always could see stuff like that. And I also wouldn't, you know, maybe because it's just so heavy. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say fake, but mm-hmm. I say people try to. Oh, my God. Perfect example is like just say, you know, we outside, you know, what I'm saying drinking a little bit, yeah, kind of yeah. drunk. You nice. I'm just a nice person to people. Mm-hmm. You know, you meet somebody and you know when you vibe with somebody. Like when I met Darnell, I was just like, oh, I felt this nigga for real. Yeah. So, and the thing is, not that like it's crazy or anything, but like if I go to a bar or something like that, and it also depends on where you are when you meet people. I know that like, okay, I met this nigga yesterday at a bar. And then the next day, Niggas is FaceTiming me, asking me, like, yo, what's going on? Hey, 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 bro, bro. Hey, big bro. Hey, little yeah, bro. All this right. stuff. And I'm like, who is this? <laughs> I'm like, I, I, was like, I, I was like, what did I say to this nigga? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Was I, I drunk? Was I, was I? True. <laughs> but it's like, it's not hard. I'm just being real. Like, Morgan, the, the showrunner, he helps us out with this a lot. He'll be like, hey, at the end of the day, protect your peace. And and, and, and like, you're not an asshole if you don't respond to people. You're not an asshole if you don't give people what they want. You know, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, you have to protect your peace. And like, even though it's kind of simple, I, I really took that, like, of course, not lightly, but I took that very heavily. And so that's how I kind of navigate. There's people, I know you're not my friend, so I don't feel bad. Right. If you want to feel bad or try to throw guilt on me because you asked me to go to this event and I'm not going because we met one time and it's your cousin's event now, but I don't know you, but you're acting like we kind of know you. And it's right. like... And it's like part of that is my fault because I'm so nice. I be giving people my numbers all the time. Bro, I'm the same <laughs> way, bro. I promise yeah. to say I'm so nice to everybody. They just assume that there's people I ain't talked to since like middle school, but then they see me out here in LA on, on TV. Now they want to be my best friend, but you ain't checked yeah. on me when I was struggling. Yeah. When I was over, you know what I mean? So like, that, that, what's don't, up? that don't happen too in like the DMs. Like like uh, 
<laughs> old old friend of mine. Like we're really not friends now, uh, just because of just like time. Like, just like yeah, just life. Eight nine years <laughs> like, apart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I saw you in like 20 at Arizona. And I'm 29 now, and it's like, and it's like, <laughs> I got a DM, and like I think he responded to my story or something, and um, I like liked it, and then he was like, "Dang, I can't get a response. You all big time now. You don't fuck with me no more." And I I looked up and I scrolled up and I was like, "The last time we even talked." was like 2014. So like, I, I just don't understand how I'm being Hollywood. Like I hate when people say that. Like, it's just such a cliche thing to say now. It's like, bro, like, I, I don't even know you. And at the end of the day, I was always like a bad texter, like bad, you know what I'm saying? All that anyway, like really yeah. bad responding. So even when I, like, it doesn't make me mad. I just start laughing. I'm like, bro, it's so funny because at the end of the day, you gonna think that that gets a response out of me? It's not. Right. And then number two, I was, we weren't even talking like that before anything happened. And right. I'm, like I said, like I said earlier, like all my friends, like they know. And at the end of the day, like I know the type of person I am, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And, you know, I don't treat, no, even if like, we're, you're, if you're a friend of a friend, I'll treat you like a brother, like for real. You know what I'm right. saying? Like that's how it is. But at the same time, if I really don't know you at all, and you like trying to act like you really know me, it's like, I'm not going to be a dick to you. I'm just not about to give you the energy that somebody that really, really know me right. deserves. Right. You know, and then you can take that as way, whatever you want. But like you said, it, you know, I want to say it's tough. I mean, it might be tough on them, but in the day, I got to protect myself and my peace. And you can't be everybody's friend. Can't be everybody's friend. My mom is always tell me that, boy, girl. Darn it, you can't be everybody's friend, baby. I'm like, all right, mom. For real, all right, mom. Folks, folks, be having, folks be having bad intentions anyway, though. Like, you just got to keep that positive energy in your space, bro. Like, you can't let none of that bad energy in your circle, bro, because it'll, it's like wildfire. That shit is spread, bro. Yeah, for real. Yeah. I, I, I try my best to, to, you know what I'm saying, to, I want to say, like, just not focus on it, but, like, make sure that is an important thing in my life is to just, you know, protect my energy and try to catch or notice if there's bad energy or bad intentions around, mm-hmm. um, because I mean, I, I'll, I'll say it like this. Like when Darnell hit me about the po- podcast, I was like, absolutely. Nigga, let's run it. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's do this. Like, yeah. I want to be a part of the podcast. We're going to shoot the shit. This is easy. Yeah. But just say I'm out and I met you one time. And now all of a sudden the next day, like you trying to throw scripts at me and oh, I want you to be a part of this, and yada yada, and you be perfect in this, and then now you're calling me and all this stuff, and I'm like, oh, like number one, I'm overwhelmed with right. the stuff I'm already doing. Number two, I'm overwhelmed with how much you're texting me, and we I messaged you eight hours ago. And number three, like we it's not about the link like that. We're right, right, <laughs> we're not right. about the link. Like that's right. a certain way to go about certain things. And I feel like the people that go about it the wrong way, I, I can already spot them. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. so. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, you know, it's not that you're not cool. It's just like, okay, I see you want something out of me. You just, you just want something from me. Right. And uh, you know, not that I respect it, but like, you know, I pre- protect myself against it. You know, got to, got, got to. yeah, got to, ain't got no choice, man. Not for <laughs> sure, man. So, um, so I want to talk, you know, touch on one of you. I guess your earlier roles. I guess I would say probably your first big role uh, in real playing, uh, playing in, in that TV series, man. Dope cast, a lot of real life messages and stories that I think, you know, a lot of black families yeah. go through, but it was also, you know, fun and funny as well. Yeah. Describe to us just what it was like uh, being a part of that show, work, working with that cast. It was great, man. I mean, I, I, man, 
I miss that cast, but also like, you know, I talk to Sinbad all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sinbad was a great mentor for me because everybody on that show between him, Rail, Jess Hilarious, actually were stand-up comedians. So when it, you know, they challenged me a lot with like their improv and, you know, just certain, I, I, I got a lot of gems from them. Uh, it being a sitcom and multicam and having to think quick on your toes and it being my mm-hmm. first role. Yeah. And I think they they kind of projected me forward and uh, the career that I have today. And just how they, from from the get-go, being a green actor, them really, you know, always challenging me. And uh, and not taking it light, because as comedians, you know, niggas joke around. And, you know, you can get offended. It's a joke. You know what I'm saying? Right. So at the end of the day, right. you got to take a lot of stuff. You got to take, Sinbad right. will shoot on me every day. I already shoot know. Me. You know, he a legend. So I know he got he, he got him. Exactly. <laughs> oh, he got, he got him. And if you come back at him with something crazy, Trust me, he got something crazy. Trust me. Like, off the top of his head, I might have thought about something the night before. I'm like, oh, yeah, he was wearing that stupid shit yesterday. I'm coming today to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. I say something, boom, he already says something. No one even cares about my joke anymore. No one even cares. Like, damn, I've been working on that all night. But <laughs> like, for real. I remember I remember, I had a, like, you know, like the fanny packs, but I had one that, that went over the shoulders, like this way. Yeah, yeah. And this way. Yeah. And, and I walked in, I thought it was cool, because like, not, uh, not that many people had it. And the cover view I did, you know, as a young nigga, like, it was cool. It was cool still. But even the thing about being a comedian is, like, even if you got, like, a fit on, you can still roast it. Like, yeah. even if you got, yeah. like, a fit on, you can still get roasted. And that's what Sinbad would do to me all the time as an old head. He would just turn around his backpack. He had a backpack. He kept scripts and shit in. Yeah. He'd turn around, like, look, niggas, I'm Jordan. Look. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, really? Like, I thought I, I thought I had some shit on. Like, this is cool. But I did it. <laughs> He's like, I got a parachute right here. Like, he would just play around, like, throw shit out of his. He's like, bro, what? I got arts and crafts, whole set, right? I'm like, oh, wow. I didn't know oh, you could shit. think of this many jokes with something I thought was so cool, and I spent like a hundred on it. That's <laughs> hilarious, man. Hey, the next day, come on, set. Just a t shirt. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not going to lie. I didn't wear He ripped on me. I think I wore it a couple times. But I wore it because he ripped on me, and because I was like, if I don't wear it, then he's really gonna rip. Really, right. gonna it's, like, it's, like, it's like a reverse really psychology like, thing, right? That's how you took that shit off, huh? And I can't let him win, so I was wearing it, but I was consciously wearing it not because I liked it anymore, because I didn't want to get roasted. Hey, I was overthinking it, bro. Hey, you ain't even want to wear it no more. Yeah, I did. <laughs> but you like, had to. He put this on because I want to hear his mouth. He put this on, and I'm still gonna hear his mouth because he's like, he still got that shit on, huh? Right, like, man. That's hilarious. That's funny as fuck. But yeah, they all really challenged me, especially just as comedians and me being new and them knowing it. Um, even like DC Young Fly, he was only in a couple episodes, but man, that dude is that dude is so funny on some improv on some improv. He's stuff. hilarious, man. I don't know how he's yeah, he just watching Wild and Out rolling. <laughs> but I was just on Wild and Out, and he was he carried us. <laughs> he carried we we won too. Carried us. He said, he said, he was saying wild shit, but like just being around him, just, just his comedic and like, you know, cause yeah. on Wild and Out, you know, I'm funny, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, let me think about some of the stuff that I can yeah. say, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And they, <laughs> and he literally would be like on the phone or whatever, and then go up there and say something wild. The whole crowd would just start dying laughing. <laughs> Out of nowhere. Like I was like, bro, how do you think about this? I mean, that's just Easy, practice right. that, you know, that's grind. So. They 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 helped me to not get where I am today, but you know, kind of like be a little bit more easy. Don't think about so much because things flow better if you don't think it's hard. Yeah, right. I, I I would say that that's kind of where I am now, and they definitely helped me. Hell yeah, that's dope.
Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose one that is top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every single day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's all you got to do. Disclaimer, these steps have not been evaluated by the Drug and Food Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Athletic Greens, take ownership of your health. We also noticed too. Um, obviously, you played in the hits here at Snowfall. I know that's Dnell's favorite Snowfall. Favorite show. Uh, how how, <laughs> yeah. how was that process? How was working? You know, working with that group. Well, that was great. Um, that was great, especially because they actually wanted me from like um, not the real show, but I, I had auditioned prior for another role. Man Boy auditioned for Man Boy. Yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. Melvin Gregg. I'm so glad he got that because that was for him. Like, he killed great. it. Yeah, he killed it. See, you know what I'm saying? Like, I thought yeah. I was good, but like. I saw him, I'm like, that's for you. That's <laughs> yeah. how acting goes. I could go in there and give the best audition, but that's for you. And I'm so glad. And Melvin's one of my friends and he killed that role, actually. And he also fucked me up in that scene. But, also, <laughs> but, 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 he did. but they uh they actually just offered me both. They were like, hey, come in and like be both. I was like, great. Yeah, and I think that the best part was just working with Melvin and and you know Isaiah. And obviously Damson, but Damson is so funny, man. Damson does this thing where, you know, he talks like this, you know what I'm saying? Because he really, he really from there. You know, we, you gonna stay off his corners? You gonna let his people be? <laughs> <laughs> That's how he talk on the show. Right. On the show. But when we say cut, he talks like normal American. Like, yeah, you. Good, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he talks like this, but then he talks like normal American. And then when we sign out, he goes back talking like this, you know, like, you know, and it's like he has like three. You know, I talk, talk, also talked to him because he was doing like a Chris Tucker impersonation, yeah. and I was like, "Man, you're fucking good at this! Like, how are you so good?" And he was basically saying like, "It's, it's not like obviously he's he's a tremendous actor, dude. Like, yeah. it's a GR. Like, the thing about like in 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 Europe, they go to." Um, like acting like when we're playing sports and stuff at a young age they're like doing theater at a young age so right. by the time 18, 19, 20 you're like oh my god this dude's only 19, 20 like John Boyega and all these you know, it just help us like dude mm-hmm. they've been doing this forever. they've been they're doing this oh, it's almost like AAU but but like acting <laughs> exactly so by the time yeah, you get to yeah, college yeah. like man this is real what happened no, no. he's been playing AAU forever <laughs> so like he'll do a Chris Tucker impersonation I'm like yo like how did you do this and he was like well, like, it's really not as hard. Just like y'all in, in America, you guys watch a movie, your favorite movie, and then you do an impersonation. Yeah. It might be bad to y'all because you're American and the guy you're impersonating is American. But if you go to Europe and do that impersonation, they'll be like, oh, you sound just like Chris Tucker. So uh-huh. with him, he just was impersonating how it sounds, like how he hears it. So like, if you hear, if I'm, if we're watching Harry Potter, I'm not going to impersonate Harry Potter in American. Right, you're gonna do it exactly yeah, how no, it sounds. No, 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 no. Like I'm gonna do that, and like in Europe, it's probably bad. 
But right. here it's like, oh shit, you saw oh, that? Oh yeah, that sounds yeah. Because I was just so about to say, it's the same exact concept. The same concept. Because I think I'm terrible. Like I think that was really bad. That shit sounds pretty good to me. I mean, hey, I'm so good. But like to dance, he'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? And like Jimmy on the show, like you know, he'd be like, that's off. And Jimmy would do his American accent. He'd be like, bro, you sound American. He'd be like, oh, that's terrible. He's like embarrassed to do it. I'm like, dude, you sounded just like a nigga out here in LA. That's <laughs> so it basically it's the same concept of like, yeah. you know, impersonating how it sounds and then being that character or like taking characters that he's impersonating and putting yeah. together. Right, right. Wow, that's dope, man. That's dope, man. It, yeah. it's, that's funny that I'm glad you shared that story with us about, about dance and like he goes from his, his acting accent to his normal American to, to his normal to, American accent. <laughs> That shit's crazy, bro. That shit's crazy. So, not nah, for sure, man. Now, um, obviously, like you said, Snowfall, Real, and, and of course, your latest role on, on Bel Air. Um, yeah. Amazing show, by the way. I, I, we're going to keep you, giving man. you your flowers because it, it, yeah. it's necessary. Um, walk, walk us through, I guess, just the, the, the process of, of how you how you became jazz, right? Like, I don't know if it was any, uh, yeah. you, you talk to him, you meet with him before, just take us through that process. All right, I'll tell you do. I was leaving another audition, I got a call, and my manager was like, yo, I got this new audition for you to play jazz in the new Fresh Prince. That's all he said. I said, no, absolutely not. Really? Absolutely not. I turned it down. I was like, really? no. Fresh Prince is my favorite show of all time. Y'all trying to redo the Fresh Prince? Right. Was this right. a comedy? What are you? What are you trying to kill me? Like, if you, <laughs> do you want me to have fans? Like, it just—if it was a comedy, I'm like, dude, this show is still on today on syndication. Like, it is right. still on. And like, you know, not even just to be biased because of Will and you know him being a producer and all that. It's my favorite show of all time. It's like that Martin, like the Jamie Foxx show. Like, hey, those are my favorite. Yeah, those are my yeah, favorite shows ever. And y'all trying to, that's like, that's what we're trying to redo Martin. Mm-hmm. Right. You, just can't, living. Do you can't do it. You can't do it. Like, even if you can, don't do that. So I was like, no. And then my manager called me back a couple hours later. And he was like, dude, just read the script. Just read the script. So I read the script and I was like, oh yeah, I'm doing this shit. Like I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, so episode one, basically with a little yep. few tweaks here and there, I was like, oh, I'm doing this. That's so hard. I told my mom about it. She was like, oh, you'd be a great jazz. And then yeah, right. <laughs> I'm like, oh, and then, like, when I auditioned for it, um, auditioned for it, and it was that scene, uh, the first scene, we were standing over the mountaintop. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and uh, my the people who self-tape me, because you can, like, self-tape yourself, like, put a camera up and have a reader. But I, like, even though, that's the other thing about acting, like, if you, like, want to coach or if you want to self-tape with, like, professional camera lighting, people have, like, self-tape studios. And it costs money, though. Right. So like, you know, 60, 100 an hour, whatever the case is, and you might not get that audition. So it's like, oh, technically, I wasted this bread. Right. Technically, I probably wasted thousands of dollars, but when you get that, it's worth it, you know? It's right. worth it for the lighting. It's worth it for the reader. It's worth it for, you know, all these things. So I have a reader, and afterwards, we're watching the tape on the screen, and he's like, dude, you're going to get this part. And I was just like, you know, a lot of people just say a lot of stuff, like, of course, supporting. That's what you're supposed to say. So I didn't take it to the heart, but I just, you know, I noticed it, but I'm just like, yeah, but like, you know, I might not, whatever. Right. <laughs> so I let it go. And the thing about auditioning, too, is that like when you audition, you might not hear, you might know that you got that role next week. You might hear that you got that role five months from there. Mm-hmm. Like, Damn. just be t- depending on their schedule, you might audition and then they don't even start shooting till September, you know, and it's, right. and it's April. Mm-hmm. And then so then they tell you in August. 
or they may tell you next week because they got to start shooting in May. So that's just how it is. Damn, this is coming at different times. So what you have to do is just like, after you audition, I just throw it away. I forget completely. So I was in Atlanta. I was in Atlanta and I was just on some leisure, like with my homie JB, I just was on some leisure shit. Yeah. And my uh, agent called and was like, yo, you have a callback audition tomorrow. Um, so just because, just for superstition, because it's during COVID, so I actually could have done my audition there in the hotel. But at home, I have like a ring light. I have the readers and stuff. I, I, if this is a callback audition, and actually, sorry, it wasn't a callback. It was a chemistry read. Chemistry read is after the callback. But I guess they really wanted me. So chemistry read is when you do the reading, like you do the scene with the other person. So with Jabari mm. Banks, who plays Will. Gotcha. <clears throat> I flew back because I just wanted to be perfect. I was like, fuck this. Like, I'll fly back. <clears throat> it was like, I was like, what was I think I had it on a Monday, but I was going to stay till like Tuesday. But I was like, nah, so I left on Sunday. And just so I could prepare, what are the lines again? You know, do my thing. <clears throat> and I'll give you a quick story. When I got the rail show, I had the chemistry read in person. And when I did the scene with rail, the director kept saying, okay, do it. Okay, that's perfect. But do it again this way. Okay, do it that way. Okay, do it this way. Okay, change this. Okay, do it this way. Okay, tone it down. But here, this and this. So because that was my first thing and I, that was the farthest I went, when I walked out of there, I thought I didn't get it because he told me to do it so many different times. Right, so many changes. Right. Exactly. So then when I ended up getting the role, they were like, no, I just want to see if you could take direction. I have to see if you're easy to work mm. with. I have to see if you can take direction quickly because it's a sitcom. Got it. Fast forward to Bel Air. Now I'm in the chemistry read. Now it's not, it's like, just like this. Our read for me to get the part was just like this with Jabari and Morgan Cooper. <clears throat> mm. So I talked to Jabari. I'm like, yo, nice, nice to meet you, man. Like, I know you're perfect for this role. Just like shooting the shit. Just like on some casual shit. And then it was like, okay, you know, Morgan, you know, I saw your trailer in 2019. Because that was the thing that also made me audition was, I don't know if you guys remember, but in 2019, Morgan dropped this trailer. Like, it was like a concept video. People were like, was oh, this going to be a movie or whatever? Yeah, I remember that. LA. Yeah. So this yeah. is the same guy. I didn't mm. correlate that at all. Till like after I read the script and then like they told me, I was like, oh, I saw the tone of it. It was darker. I was like, this is not the same. So I'm talking to Morgan. I'm like, yo, love your stuff. All this stuff. Yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, let's start. <clears throat> we start, I do the first scene like flawlessly, right? But even when you do it flawless, it's like something that they see because, you know, that they want it. It's the director. Right. He's like, okay, perfect, good. Right then, right there, like right now when he said, okay, perfect, good. And I was on here. I didn't let it show on my face, but I was like, I didn't get the role. Mm. And so he was like, he was like, all right, do scene two. I did scene two. He was like, all right, perfect, man. Love you, dog. Peace. Cause I guess I see you later. Another peace. I hung up and I swear, Amelia grabbed my phone. I called my mom and said, I didn't get it. She said, What the fuck do you mean you didn't get it? Like, did you mess up or anything? I said, No, nah, I didn't mess up. I just uh he didn't ask me anything, you know. And a lot of times in auditions, they do that too, because okay, we know we don't want you. So we go, okay, great, okay, great. All right, stop by. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not gonna be rude, we're gonna let you finish, but you know get up out of here mm -hmm. so i thought it was one of those you know that oh yeah we already know who our jazz is gonna be we give him this chance whatever so i'm like yeah mama didn't get it and she was like well, i wouldn't do that son yeah yeah two hours later they called me um saying that i was testing which is like basically they just have to do the contracts and stuff like that and it's probably it's either just you and them do the contracts or it's between you and another person like two people mm -hmm. so it was kind of like nerve-wracking so i ended up getting a role fast forward first day of shooting um, we're all eating lunch together and Morgan's like, hey, so how'd you feel when you got the role? I was like, well, nigga, I didn't think I got it. First of all, <laughs> Yo, energy. To me. literally, he was like, and, and he said, dude, the thing is when you first came on the screen, I already knew it was you. Mm. I was like, that's so crazy. Just not even on some thank you type shit, but just like the journey of getting two shows 
and the way you got one show is completely different than the way it's like right, it's not right. it's not black and white. Somebody can tell you to do audition a hundred times, and I didn't think I got it, and then so and I got it, and then he could tell me to do it one time and say it's all perfect, and then I didn't think I got it because I'm like, oh, I know how Hollywood is. If you're a director and you want me to be on your show, you're gonna ask me a hundred times, right. and that just wasn't the case. Everybody has you know a method to their own madness, and uh, so yeah, that's how that's how I got the role. That's how. Wow, <laughs> that's hell yeah. So I'm down. Yeah. You got so you got your, you got your feet wet like so now you're jazz, right? So yeah. I read an article, um I forgot where where publication it was, but you were just saying like it didn't it wasn't hard for you to jump into character of being jazz cuz you guys had similarities already. So I guess talk to the porch a little bit about, you know, obviously you being jazz, you getting in that mode and how seamless that was for you to play jazz. Yeah, I mean like well, first thing is first, well first thing is first recipe so go feel for real. But really, <laughs> every time I say first things first, I have to, I, it's like a thing. It's like a superstition. Every time I say that, I have to say that line and then go. <laughs> but, 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 I'm sorry. That was funny as hell. Though. It caught me off guard. But it's, yeah, it, it makes perfect it sense, though. Like, like, you know, I got to say, you know, the stuff that I'm on, I got to say it. But yeah. the first thing for real, hold on. You keep calling me. Sorry. You good. You good. The, 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 the first thing is, um, I would say, that you know in my audition i kind of played it myself so once i did that i was like, okay i kind of figure out like i know how to play it but i think the main thing is the fresh prince and bel-air are so different obviously you see yeah. like they're yeah, so different the characters the characters names are the same yes the concept is similar yes we show nods to the original but as you can see like this jazz gets Hillary. The other one doesn't. This jazz is like a guru. This jazz is like smooth. Yep. You know, right. he's not, you know, of course I have comedy in it and stuff like that, but I'm like well-rounded. I'm like, yeah. uh, you know, I own, I own a record store. You know, I, I do this. I'm, right. you know, I, it's, it says floral delivery, but I basically I sell weed. And I'm, yeah. <laughs> you know, public tra transportation. Like I'm doing all these things. I have all these hustles. I'm like more of a hustler. And that just be, that's just because of the writing. As a drama and then as a sitcom, you know, when DJ Jazzy Jeff comes on the Fresh Prince, the first time you see him in the sitcom, you're not asking questions. You're right. not like, oh, we already knew that in real life there was best friends. This is a comedy. This is a 25-minute comedy. That he comes on that crash joke, we're just going to be in the moment. Yeah. Right. For this, it was like, you have to know where I come from. Like, you have to know my, my background. Right. You do it from Compton. That's how I met Will, you know. You know, picking him up from the airport right. and us getting close in that way, just being somebody that he can relate to coming from like inner city hood type shit. And I'm from Compton. So that makes sense. So I would say that to, to fully answer your question, I didn't have to. I'm not saying I have to do much. Like, it's definitely not difficult, but like this is it's a job for a reason. It's work. You know right. Yeah. I got I to gotta get on. I got to learn lines. I got to tap in. I got to do all that. But. People ask me like, oh, so like, did you, did Jazzy Jeff give you any advice? Like the only advice him and Morgan and Will Smith told me was to like, just be yourself, dude, because what I'm doing is already good. And right. there's no way to, of course, watching Fresh Prince growing up, of course, I already have every character embedded in me, like, you know, scenes embedded yeah. in me, right. but my character is so different than his, like, especially because it's a drama and that's a comedy. I, you know, there's not, I'm, I'm not in, basically, I'm not in the trailer. Like, okay, well, how would DJ Jeff do this? Right, right. Okay, yeah. No, not at all. I, I, and he advised me to not do that, you know? And, and me being myself, I was at a party and uh, uh, Jeff, uh, his son came over to me and he was like, yo, man, so like we was watching Bel Air and I just want to say thank you, dog, because, you know, we were scared for this, but we, I just want to say you made my family proud. 
And I was like, nigga, what? I made your family proud? That's like, deep, bro. That's deep. I'm just like, that's yeah, all yeah. I want to, you know, that's all I want to do. And, you know, shout out to, you know, it's crazy. Shout out to DJ Jazzy Jeff. But like a lot of, you know, on Twitter and stuff, I'm looking at Twitter and a lot of people are like, yo, you know, I love this jazz. I think I like it more than the original, whatever the case is. And I'm like, wait, really? Because all genuinely I'm doing is being myself. Of course, there's different Jordan L. Joneses. There's like mm-hmm. the funny one. And, and there's sometimes I have to go and tap into that if I'm trying to be funny at a certain time. But oh, I got to be serious right now. So it's not easy. But at the same time, it's, these are just facets of myself that right. I'm bringing out, um, depending on the script or depending on the scene and stuff like that. So I would say that just for this, I would say that like, like me, Jabari, uh, Honestly, probably me and Javari probably only. All right, Coco. Those are the people, that, those are the characters. Like, so Hillary, Will, Jazz, that are yeah, like, yeah. we're most like ourselves, really. And yeah. of course, we're saying lines, of course, we're tapping in. And of course, we're giving great, great scenes. But I would say the people who have to, like, really transform in a way, I'll say this, Adrian, Uncle Phil, mm-hmm. um, Ollie, too. Ali plays Carlton, man. People think he's such an asshole. He's probably the nicest dude I've ever. Hey, man, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I'm like, man, I don't rock with this dude, man. He was on his head the whole time. Like, I'm like, damn. I'm like, he probably really the nicest person in the world. That's how I always be, though. Like, actually, the nicest person in the world, though. Like, you won't even be. It won't even be something crazy. You be like, hey, man, like. Like, whatever, man, I'm kind of sick today, bro. You know what I'm saying? My stomach kind of hurt. Just on some G shit, whatever. I'm just not yeah. going out. Yo, you want to bring you anything, dog, for real, man? Like, I'm down the street. I'm actually heading up that way in a little bit, bro. I can bring you something, like, whatever. I got Hey, bro, you good. I'm like, damn. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just he's just a real solid nigga. Right. And it's just so funny how, you know, how art is. And art, right. you know, and, and the thing is, you know, you know, I always tell him this. But he also knows this. I didn't have to tell him this. But it's like, at the end of the day, People wouldn't hate you if you weren't good at it. Just about you know to say that. Yeah. You know what I'm yep. saying? So that's real. That's I, real. Hey, hey, I'm I'm sorry. I watch a lot of TV and the villain isn't good. Yeah. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, I don't even care. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't even believe you. So like I'm not I don't hate you. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> right. The fact that people like five receivers, nigga, I'm gonna throw a rock at this nigga, bro. I swear to God, yeah, catch my face. <laughs> oh, cool ass nigga with her. And it's just so funny because he is just the opposite. He is the and like man. and like Uncle Phil, you know, he talks like this, and he even speaks different on the show. When he speaks yeah. from his diaphragm, yeah. But well, like when we're out kicking, he's like, "Yo, what up, y'all? Like, ah, like what's good, yo? You lying?" On the show, he's like, he's like, "I move mountains." <laughs> like he has Real this, thing, this like, crazy or yeah, type shit, yeah, yeah. It's like, like when he talk, you gotta listen. What you know what I mean yes, on the show? Yeah, yes. And and in real life, he is not like that. He is not like that at all. That's, That's crazy. crazy. Not, Bro, Shout so it's him. funny. It's funny. So you mentioned something, bro, and I feel like we had to we had to let the porch know, bro, because you know everybody watching the show who watched Fresh Prince of Bel Air, they couldn't help but to compare. You know what I'm saying? So oh, I'm so glad you said. You know, obviously comedy versus drama. Like you know, you and Jabari, you know, Coco, you guys were yourselves. You know what I mean? Because right. it wasn't like Bel Air. Obviously, it was an extension of it, but it wasn't like it. So I mean, it was people coming coming up to you talking about, hey, this scene wasn't like that, or hey, this situation didn't play out. What happened? That happened? That happened? Uh, what is that? Was that a Sunday that happened? Uh, well, number one, it happens all the time. Sunday was so funny. I mean, not to give uh, whatever you, you should watch it by now, but yeah. in uh, episode ten, um, obviously when we're at the on the on the hill at the end, yeah, and he's like sitting there crying. It was such a good scene, man. It's honestly, Jabari, great this scene. is the first thing, bro. He's, he's tremendous action. I, I hope he wins an Emmy, man. It'll be crazy because he's so good. But 
he uh, has that part. He has that long pause. And he's like, it's like nobody wants me. And everybody was comparing that to, why well, he don't want me, man? Yeah, right. yeah. And like, of course, like we're giving a nod right there. Of course, that was the dad episode. Right. But we had a whole episode and this dude came up to me drunk, talking about, that's not how it was supposed to go. And yeah, yeah, man, I just wanted, I just wanted more right there. And I feel like y'all did it wrong. And I'm just like, you know what? You would only be saying this. You wouldn't be saying this basically if you didn't like the show. You wouldn't be watching it. You wouldn't be right. this. You bought in. Yeah, you know? niggas but, bought dude, into people, it. Yep. I always say this to people too. I say, especially because it's a drama and the show is so different. The things that you're waiting for just fucking make them make sense. Right. So, like, give you an example. Yeah. It's like, okay, man, I- I've seen a tweet. I'm uh, I'm ten minutes into episode three, and I still haven't seen Jazz get thrown out the house yet. <laughs> Nigga, I haven't even oh gone in the house. I haven't even gone in. <laughs> how can I? How can I get? I have no beef with Uncle Phil for him to throw me out of the house. Right. Right. This is a drama. We're not just going to throw that in and be like, oh, yeah, just, you know what I'm saying? Oh, when is Carlton going to do the Carlton dance? You think this motherfucker... <laughs> Playing <laughs> lacrosse? <laughs> so, 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 exactly. So what we did was, you know, I don't know, it was a, it was a small Morgan so good at this, but, like, there was, there was a scene when they throw the party at the mansion, uh, the party where I didn't pull up to, because I'm like, I can kick it with you when I'm talking to Hillary. Yeah, and yeah. then they throw this party and, like, the cops coming on and stuff. And there's a black girl who's talking to Carlton about him being like kind of like whitewashed in a way. And there's a small scene where he like, she's like, what's on your phone? And he has, he's watching TikTok. And on TikTok, what he's watching are people doing the Carlton dance. Oh, shit. Exactly. Small stuff. He's like, man, this is my favorite dance. Anyway. And I just keep going. Oh, I gotta go back. I gotta go back now. I gotta see yeah. it now. That's, that's hard. <laughs> I think that was episode, episode, episode seven. Okay. Yeah. Damn. I gotta episode go back seven. That's so cool. little stuff like that. I don't know if you y'all saw this, but like, um, and obviously with the jazz thing, it's like, dude, not saying I will or won't get thrown out, but like, it's gonna make sense when I do get thrown out. You know, right. maybe right. For, right. you never know, just force it just to make you happy. Like, like, yeah, yeah, it you don't know, make it, sense. It was gonna make it gonna be good. Um, I, I don't know if you remember in the first episode when he when he goes to um L.A. and he's in the plane <clears throat> and he's like looking out the window, sad. I don't know if you noticed, but just he didn't even drink it, but just sitting in front of him is orange juice in a champagne glass. So that's a nod to the to the to the song. First class, yo, this is bad drinking orange juice out of the champagne glass. And like Morgan just did that. He was like, yo, can y'all just pour a glass of orange juice in a champagne glass specifically, though? Yeah. So it's only for people who can catch it, you know, little stuff. Hey, Morgan, call hey, shout out to Morgan, man. Call with it. Dude, and 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 in episode nine. Uh, remember when Aunt Viv is doing like the whole artistry thing and she's doing our foundation and stuff. Yeah. And, and the old, I don't know if y'all, but remember the old Aunt Viv mm-hmm. and the old Will's mom? Yeah. Is t- yeah. yeah. And she's showing her photos yeah. of, their, of her paintings. Yeah. One of them was an Uncle Phil, but if you have to really look at it to know. Damn. Of the, of the original Uncle Phil. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Just like little stuff like that happens the whole time. And it's like, we already kind of gave you all these knives, but we didn't give it to you, boom, front and center. Oh, yeah, it's like right. subliminal. It's like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's in the back yeah, of your mind. Like, like, it's a filmmaker type, you know what I'm saying? That's and hard. That's, that's honestly, I think just the, I think that's the best way to do it. You know, that, that would yeah. be so cliche. And it's like, at the that's end hard. of the day, y'all really don't, you think you want that, but you really don't. You don't. You don't, you want, me to- you don't want that, bro. And I'll be honest with you, bro. I love exactly the way, the way the shit was ran, bro. Like, yeah. It was perfect, bro. Like you said, if you ended up trying to paint a picture just like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, then people would have been complaining, like y'all should have did it this way. Like yeah. y'all should have just, yeah. you know, you know what I'm 
know what I'm saying? So there's no there's no way to win if, if you go that route. Martin, if Jamie Foxx, there's no way to win. It, it no could have been an amazing show. It could have yep. been, but you'll still lose because they did it already. Yep. It's, it's that nostalgia too. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like there's yeah. certain stuff that our childhood it, it's undefeated. I don't care what you say. It is what it is. Like it is. <laughs> and like you said, I just love just got to keep thinking of small things and <laughs> and and when when Will like I just love the way he implements. I'm like man, like the Bel Air Five. Like yes, just just yes. little stuff. Yeah, just just little even uh even uh in episode one when Will like first comes in the mansion with his suitcases, and he's there, and then I'll, I don't even know if you remember because it was so um the way he said it was so like like it was a normal sentence. Yeah, but but she goes, okay, Will is everything okay? Like, are you okay? And he was like, you know, like I'm one little fire, my mom got scared. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, I did peep that. Yeah, yeah. I, I was with my girl. I said, I said, oh, you heard. Yeah, like, like, stuff like that. It's like we never do the whole thing song, but it's like that made sense. Yeah. He's like, bro, I'm just trying to downplay, you know. Like, I'm a young nigga. I thought it wasn't big. Like, you know, I got one little fight. You know, my mom got scared when to come yeah. here. You know what I'm saying? Like, just that's just like hilarious. That. Yeah, that's funny. It's great, man. Great, man. Man, that's that's, that's so dope, bro. That's so dope. <laughs> now, now, look, Bolo. Now I'm about to go back. I'm about to binge watch be, the whole be, thing again. Paying attention though to the small details. Though I'm about to be pausing the show and stuff. And, is that a picture of Uncle Phil in the phone? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, is that? <laughs> nah, that's actually, dope, man. actually though, and just just how like this the storyline is too with like you know Carlton does these drugs, and instead yeah. of it like being one episode, you know like the, you know the speed episode with Carlton, it's like no, this dude is a, a dude with with issues, and I think a lot of people too, especially when we when we first started off. Um, and I'm comparing the two because they're so similar when people try to think that they're sort of like the original Carlton and this one. Yeah, it's yeah. like people people are a, a prisoner of the moment so much that people forget that like I think like the whole first season of the Fresh Prince when it came out in real time, no one liked yeah. Carlton. No one right. liked Carlton. No one liked Carlton because he didn't fuck with Will. So yep. he didn't like he didn't like Carlton until they started getting you know together and stuff like that, doing stuff together. And comedy try to tries to mask all that. So like when yeah. Will is getting on him, that's still offensive and like you know hurtful. Yeah. But because it's a drama, and now you know now oh Carlton, I can't believe he hates Will. I hate him. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. it's the same. It's like yeah. I was I miss the old Carlton. It's like this old Carlton was the same. And old he Carlton, was, he, was he was jealous of Will. Too. Yeah, he was like, jealous yeah. of Will and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. it was just the, the show was masked by comedy. You forget that like drama stuff happens. Think that the people think that the like the only dramatic episode was the dad episode in the Fresh Prince. And I'm like, bro, that was going through stuff the whole entire time. The whole yeah. time. So, so there's drama. so many similarities, but because it's a drama, you know, it's prolonged. And we got the close-ups. And, yeah. <laughs> and, right, he got, right. and he got his white friend saying, nigga, I was like, oh hey, <laughs> hey, when that shit happened, so my girl, so we was watching it, and she, I remember she left the room for a second, and then I, I, I was still watching it, and I heard him start saying, Nick, I was like, all right, I got to rewind this so she can listen, hear this saying, because I know she's going to be cracking. It's funny, but it, it's also like, it's like, I can relate to like, okay, how, how would I react if I Are was you going to let this nigga say right. nigga like that? Like, dude, bro, what you first, want? Your yeah, first day first in, too? The, dude, when we first watched it, I was like, you know, I, the, the show is so good to me that like, I, I don't, not that I don't think that I'm in it, but like, I... Watch it for what it is, you know, like a, like a and, fan, like as exactly. if United, and I right. was like, and I was like, nigga, what the fuck? Slap this nigga! I forgot that he did. Was like, you know what I'm saying? And we we had like this whole we had this like Beller Mansion activation thing, yeah. and um, we had dude like Alan Iverson came, uh, Jada Kiss, like all these all these niggas and social media influencers and uh, actors and actresses, and the majority black. Yeah, um, we're at the state at the at this kind of screening of the first episode. 
it was so funny because I didn't know how it's gonna go, but they haven't seen it. Right. So when Will walks in that locker room and you just hear hot nigga, everybody in the crowd is dancing, everybody chilling on some hot nigga. Hey. <laughs> and then once they see them, I'm like, oh hell no. Oh, what the fuck, bro? Like the crowd was in <laughs> outrage and it was great. It actually was great. I was like, as I saw them dancing, I was like, oh, they have no idea what's about to come. Yeah. No <laughs> even bro, no when I was listening, I was like, hold on, am I tripping? And I was like, is he is he saying it? Cause he was saying it was so much like he made sure nigga he was saying yeah. it like he wanted to make sure and yeah. then, hey and then Carlton corny ass over there in there dancing Carlton was in there really going off like I was like and I'm watching like oh, I swear to God, I slap this thing and Ali as we're all watching it for the first time he's like God damn it <laughs> God damn it God damn it I was like damn I forget that you is not that dude you is not that like you not that dude no right more. right yeah. that's funny as fuck. So, you know, I got to I got to hit you with, with, you know, the quote that we've been seeing, you know, on, on you know, Instagram, the, the first from the first episode, you know, you said, you know, this town will make you forget, you know, who you are and where you come from. You know what I'm saying? And I think that's some real shit just in any aspect. Right. So obviously you from L.A. Right. And yeah. I think that was like a true a true statement, I guess. Is that is that real? Like being from L.A., you know, does that really happen to people? I would say absolutely it does. And I think that, you know, with this character, there's so many parallels with this character in my real life. And same with uh, Jabari, too, in our relationship. And he's actually from West Philly. And the first time he came to L.A. was just to shoot this. Like, mm. uh, his character is very similar as in, like, this fish out of water. And my character being like I am towards him is how we are in real life. Like, not that right. I navigate him through, but, like, you know, I kind of took him around L.A. and did all yeah. this stuff because I know at the end of the day, <clears throat> as a dude from Inglewood, my mom took me out of public school and then put me in private school. But one, and then, you know, kind of like the first year of private school was so weird for me because I was like, the first time I saw like white people was interacting with uh, gay people and all types of different people. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, oh, just, it wasn't like bad. It just was all new for me. Different, so yeah. now, I'm just, now I'm just so well-rounded and I'm, you know, a lot of gay friends, white friends, all this type of stuff. But one thing about me in high school that, um, that people used to always say, and I never thought about it like that, but like my mom was so strict on me, never ever changing. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't you change for these motherfuckers? You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that. Yeah. When I was yeah. growing up, it was something I thought about, but now I don't. I'm just who I am. But I'll say that, you know, of course, as an African American, you have, you know, not on some culture shit, but you have like, you know, you have your other voice. Yeah. You have your real nigga voice. You got your hood voice, and you got yeah. your regular voice. You know, there's just a certain way to interact with certain people. Right. And in high school, you know, it's the high school, that's the time of having clicks. There was like seven, eight clicks. But I was like in every click. Like I can go hang out with them. I can go go to their house and we we, you know, the hoop click. And then this the other click. And you know, this is the click that came from the private school from before. And this click don't mess with this click, but they all mess with me. And I just was a I, I think I'm a testament to like, you know, coming to LA. Um, and I'm actually like not. I want to say from Dallas. My whole entire family is from Dallas. I was born in Dallas, but I moved here when I was five. So I'm really from LA. But if somebody gotcha. says I'm from Dallas, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I'm from Dallas too. You know, gotcha, gotcha, but like yeah, I'm really, yeah. I'm really not. And coming from Dallas to living in Inglewood to then going to school in like Beverly Hills and, and Brentwood area and, and Westwood, just not just because they act a certain way don't mean you can, and that could be cool. And I think I think the same exact way. Like my best, some of my best friends um who are white don't aren't like white niggas you know like yeah. some white dudes i try to be cool because i have a black friend and i'm like that's so whack i'd rather you be nerdy and white because that's who you, you know are I mean? you know yeah, what i'm right. saying be you <laughs> yes 
and, and some of my friend George Economist, shout out my nigga George, and I call him nigga too, <laughs> my nigga Dan, my nigga Matt Gross, like the whitest dudes ever. I see them like once a week, we hoop together, all types of shit, and they don't act cool. Now the people who try to do that is so annoying, and they try right. to come to you be like, yo, dude, so I know we're going to this party, like, you know, like I see you got a little swag on you, man, like where'd you get that? I'm like, okay, I, I, cool, cool, but shut up. <laughs> Like, where shut the fuck up. you yeah. been wearing since I've known you? Right, Don't right. Don't wear something new because I'm going. Right. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, that's, man, I hate that shit, bro. Just be authentic, man. Be real, be you. Love yourself. Yes. And don't worry about trying to make everybody else feel, you know, love you. Because you can't make everybody love you. You know you what I'm saying? Yeah. They don't matter what you do. They crucify Jesus. You know Me. they don't care about you. Folks. What they saying, folks. They crucify Jesus. You know they don't care about us. Stop to the porch. <laughs> Man, that's oh, real. So, that's yeah. real. That's real. So, so yeah, I would say that that quote was it just kind of an extension of, of, of my life. And, and me actually telling Jabari that, because like I say, it's like, you know, acting, a lot of acting is being, like just being. And, you know, the, the worst actors are the ones you can tell are trying to act. The ones that are just being who are acting, that's what it is. So like when you do a scene, of course you do the lines, but you try to throw the lines away and just get in the moment and just respond. Yeah. And so I just felt like I was really just talking to Jabari when I was like doing the whole entire thing, you know? Yeah. And and once you know the lines, so well, you don't think about the lines, you just kind of <clears throat> just answer, you know? Right. Read and react, ask and respond, ask and respond. So I think, yeah, I think my character in, to- in general, even like the last scene, just like little scenes I have, it's something I probably would have said anyway. Yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> you know just, just naturally, right, right. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. real. Now it's crazy, man. And I'm not going to say the specifics of the project because I don't know, you know, it ain't out yet. But even the little thing that me and you got going on that we ain't, we got to finish, first yeah. of all. We got to finish that. The thing it's is just funny and it's fun. Yeah, my hair could be changing. <laughs> no, I, I got to grow my shit back out. We, yeah, we might have just reshoot. Honestly, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, honestly. you might have but, to. But anyway. But, but anyway. My, my point in saying that, though, is so like, like I said, I'm, I'm not, I don't consider, I'm not an actual actor per se. I've had, that was mm-hmm. only my second time actually acting you know what i'm saying i do live yeah. tv stuff like that but um it's funny like you know early on i'm like man i'm gonna be on here with you know with jj like he actually do this shit like i was i was down there overthinking i didn't say nothing to you but in my head i'm like man, i gotta come here you know what i'm saying like come legit but <laughs> once once i just you know you got there and it was a long night and i'm like you know what i'm just be me i'm just i know the script i know i know, know the I, script I, yeah, I know the script. I'm just be me, and we kind of ad lib a little bit, added some other oh, little jokes that. into it, and I thought it was dope. I thought it was fun. I like it was I, heard I, thought it out, was, so. I thought it was extremely funny, and I, I think that I, I'm glad that you said that, even though I said it. But like as somebody who, you know, you kind of maybe overhyped yourself or whatever the case was, yeah. um, and and but the best you, like I was laughing after we were like cut. I was laughing. Yeah, and you know, I'm just in the moment. And the shit she was saying was really funny. <laughs> And it might not have been if you were like in your head, like, okay, well, let me time it this way and let me, you know, right. whatever the case is. It's like, no, just be, because then I'll react how you're being. Yeah. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And vice versa. And I remember, bro, I never said it to you. Like, I think after the shoot, like, I can remember exactly what you said, but you shook my hand. Just, I think, hey, oh, yeah. you killed that shit. And it I is. promise you, it'd be little stuff that people don't even, like, you You probably just talking to me, being like, you know, being real. But for me, it's like, damn, like, that shit kind of yeah, cool. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. I'm like, he actually do this shit, like, yeah. for real. So he gave me my problem. Like, all right, shit, this might, I might have to act a little bit. Like, you know, who knows? Hey, hey uh, you might. I'm going to give you a promise if your promise is due, for real. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you deserve it, you deserve it, for real. Sure, bro. <laughs> Love it. 
Definitely Love appreciate it. that, my guy. So uh, going to our last segment of the show, it's, it's called our, our doorbell segment. Obviously, this is the port, so we like to name everything, something related to the port. So uh, in other words, it's just our quick hitter. So we're going to hit you with a couple fun, quick hitter questions, um, and we're going to see what you got to say, man. So, Bolo, I'm going to get it started, and then you jump in. So first question, who's your favorite actor of all time? Woo. Pressure on you. Damn, that is crazy. Uh, oof. You know what? I'll say this because I was, I'll say this. Sorry that it's going to be loaded, but usually, usually I say like, you know, Will Smith, Denzel Washington, like, you know, those things. But at the same time, because they have a tie, I'll say this. I'll say one of my, my favorite actors for real of all time is maybe Christian Bale. Ooh, Batman with it. Yeah, one yeah, of a lot of you got a lot movies. of hits though. Yeah, one of my favorite movies um, of all time is it's called The Prestige, and it's with Hugh Jackman, Christian Bale, Scarlett Johansson, Michael Caine, and just his performance in it um, is so real and good. And and when you when people, especially I think for me as an actor, because I know how hard it is when I see that's kind of like why I say Denzel and Will Smith because I've studied their work, and when I see you, I'll be like, man, this nigga been talking for like two minutes, so that means that he probably had two pages of dialogue. Mm. for him to say two pages of dialogue and it not look like he's trying to figure out what he's trying to say, you know what I'm saying? Or like memorize lines. I'd be like, different. man, I was in a moment and I was like, man, this thing is just like in Fences. Yeah. Fences a play and then went to a movie. Yeah. It was like this, this, oh, this, I think he talked for like five minutes. Yeah. And I was, when he was like, outside, really yeah. Tapping. Yeah. We well, didn't tap yeah. on. He was like, I ain't got to like you. Like, you know what I'm saying? We talking <laughs> yeah. to your son. That whole thing, it was just like, at the end of it, I felt it, but then I was like, Man, no one else said anything for like five minutes. Yeah. It was just him. And I think that just takes a, you know, that just takes, it just takes a lot of talent, especially like, you know, if you're playing other characters. So like, you know, obviously Denzel's played so many different roles. Will Smith just did King Richard. Christian Bale's playing, you know, he's from, I don't know exactly where he's from, but he's not from America. I don't want right. to misspeak, you know, just yeah. only politically correct. I don't want to say he's, he's like uh, English or something, but it's, yeah. Something over there in Europe, I believe. Yeah. I believe so. So he has a completely different accent than in Batman. You know, like, you know, all that is crazy. So, like, right now, crazy. I don't know if you're going to ask this, but my favorite actor right now is Gamson Winters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, somebody who's kind of around my age, but, like, man, not that, like, you know, I'm, I'm not threatening nothing by him. You know, yeah. we, we, are, we have different roles. But, like, as a young nigga, I'm like, man, you are talented. You are phenomenal, man. And I just, yeah. I can't wait till, because I think the reason why people... You know, he's done like a few movies and stuff, but everybody knows him from Snowfall. Right. But Snowfall is such a big show. They probably contractually, I don't I don't know. I could be speaking, yeah. but I think they probably contractually have him in this thing where he can't, you know, do a, a lot of other stuff right now because he's yeah. this character. But not that I can't wait till it's over, but I can't wait till it's over to see him tap into the other different. stuff he does. Yeah. Yep, I know yep. he's incredible. I know he's insane. And it's funny and, too. That- and not to cut you off, uh, there's a another podcast that uh, I produced where he was actually uh, on as a guest, and he talked oh. about how after Snowfall, he he won't play like a drug dealer for a long time, like oh, maybe yeah. maybe not not again, maybe just because again, yeah, he, probably not again, probably not again for real, yeah, because like you say, I already, already did this for five years. Why you know I what I mean? <laughs> I've I've already killed that. Like I want to be known as something else, oh, yeah, and yeah. I know he talks about he wants to be a part of just. Um, you know, like whatever role he's in, even if it's a if it's a quote unquote negative role, negative character, he wants to still always play in a position where he's like uplifting uh like black people in some way. 
Absolutely. Even in the negative story, even him mm-hmm. as Franklin as the drug dealer, we still can like relate and, and see relate, the, yeah. and, and know he has a heart. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So yeah, Absolutely. I, exactly. And so. I, he he was talking in the Breakfast Club about he's about to play Rich Paul in something. Yeah. I can't. I just like these projects. I'm like, no, I can't wait because I love Snowfall. I love it. This has nothing yeah. to do with Snowfall. I don't want it to be over. Yeah. But I, him, I can't wait till it's over so I can be like, oh yeah. And he was in all these twelve. We talk to him like we talk about Will Smith and Denzel and. Eddie Murphy, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'm I'm excited for that. So right now, yeah, he's my favorite actor. Like Snowfall, I watch every single week. And it was crazy as I saw him the uh the other week. We was at what was we at? Was he a highlight room? Yeah, I think it was a highlight room. Highlight he was, room. He was there, and uh and the funny thing is, he was like, he comes up to me and he's like talking to Jabari. And sometimes I don't think that he not that he recognized me, but like so many people come on that show and off that show. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. Like I'm I'm sure he watches Bella because like he know about Jabari and me. And he just when he walked into me to dab me, he was like, hey, "Who the fuck banging on my door? Like you the motherfucking police?" <laughs> and I was like, "Oh shit, bro!" I would have been cracking up. I was, I was like, "I don't think you would remember that line either, because I said it. You have so many other lines and all this, yeah. but like, that's a testament to how great he is. Seriously, that's cold, bro. That's yeah. Shout out to Damson, man. Shout out to Damson. Yeah. And I love how, how, like you said, you know, you're showing love to another black yeah, actor flowers, who, who, yeah. who's in your same age group. You know, a lot oh, of time yeah. people don't want to show love because, you know, oh, you, you got to yeah. be, be yeah, competing. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah. the same age, whatever, I whatever. Yeah. No, I can't. I can't. No, I can't. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> we all got We yeah. all got our, got our, you know what I mean? Yeah, our yeah. lanes and stuff. So, yeah. So, so the next question we got on the quick hitters here, you got to choose one. All right. So Uh-oh. by choosing one, obviously the, the, the other one is no, no more. So <laughs> <Taking the air. laughs> uh, music or movies. Ooh. Oh my God. Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> oh my God. I think I know what he's going to say, but, but I'm going to wait and see. I mean, okay, look, I would say movies, and the only reason why I say movies is because, like, I wouldn't be where I am without movies. Right. But, right, like, music right. helps me who I, you know, that helps. Um, that's just impossible. I mean, I think that's a lose-lose, really. It is. It definitely is. <laughs> if I said no more movies ever, it's like, if you say no more music ever, it's like, like, because I mean, they they work hand in hand. Like, yeah. Yeah, there's no like, movie without music. Like, there's <laughs> it's both. It's both art, literally. Literally. <laughs> so, I mean, that's hard, but because of where I am and, and what I do, I, I could still feel like I could make it here if I could still watch movies, even though the movies wouldn't be that good because they would have no soundtrack. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> hey, the acting got to really be cold. Like, it got to yeah, be. Because, you know, sometimes when you hear a certain song or whatever, when it's coming on, like, oh, perfect example, in that last scene, yeah. and when I say my last line and then you hear Ooh. dreams and it makes you feel different. You know what I mean? It makes when you feel different. Yeah. Nigga, y'all had me about to tear up, nigga. I was like, it's man, so crazy. Yeah, Almost, I, out, I didn't nigga. tweet this. I was going to tweet this. I was like, man, Bella is the only type of show. I, I was going to say, Bella is so good that I had niggas crying in dreams and nightmares. <laughs> oh, for real. Nigga, Hold on, wait a minute. I almost Hey, the music came on. Y'all niggas was talking that real shit. I'm like, yeah, with the piano. This is what they've been waiting for. I was like, damn, this is crazy. I was salty as fuck. I was like, damn, it's the last episode. Now I got to find something else to watch. I was salty too. I was salty as hell. I was like, damn, bro, this shit good. Yeah. But hey, look, I got to ask you though. Uh oh, uh oh. I mean, is that are y'all done? I mean, are y'all gonna run it back or is it just oh, like yeah, we, we we doing season two? We shoot season oh, two. Oh, let's get it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, JJ, Bolo was mad all week. He was like, Man, I, man, that guy do another season, right? That guy yeah. do another 
That's I think yeah. they are. I don't know. I <laughs> yes, yeah, I think that was one of the bargaining agreements. That's why we were on, on Peacock. I think you know there was like a like a bargaining war, a bidding war per se. I think it was like HBO, Netflix, certain stuff. And um, they, I don't, I don't think. I think one of the reasons why Peacock wanted us so bad, they they allowed us to get like a second season. They were like, yes, like we're gonna do two seasons. So we started shooting again. The sad part is that because it's the first season, we still have to see how it goes and all this stuff. Right. We do have to wait a minute. I mean, we don't start shooting again till the same time we started shooting this is so September. So, mm. so it probably won't be released until like next it. February, March. Yes, yeah. So basically Peacock wants to do it the same way. And then hopefully season two, season three is a little quicker because now we know we now we know our following. We know that yeah, we now know we have yeah, a fan base. Yeah. You know, right. it's like, okay, oh, we can't hell leave. Hell yeah, nigga, I'm excited. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you just made his day, boy. He good I now. Made my shit. I can't wait to like, hey, my man, wife, we nigga. We can't, we can't leave y'all hanging on, on, on the hill. Right. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> right. Real. I'm like, damn. Man, that's hilarious. I saw, I saw somebody said the funniest thing, because, like, you know, the, obviously with the episode, he's, like, leaving. <laughs> and he's, like, back in his bags at the top of the hill, and we end it. And somebody was like, where the fuck does he think he going? This motherfucking show is called Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> right. He can't go nobody. <laughs> And then he retweeted. He was like, hey, honestly, no kissy. Like, actually. But, like, you know, I know some of the things about season two. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you anything. But, yeah, season two is <laughs> crazy, man. Season two is actually about to be uh, it's about to be wild, man. Definitely better than season one. You thought season hey, one was less. good? look. Hell yeah. Y'all ain't, looking, y'all ain't in tune. Y'all better go ahead and catch the first season so y'all For can real. be caught up when the second season come. Yeah. I think that's what I love about it's streaming, too. That, mm-hmm. like, even when it's off. You, you, know, you got time. This last, it's like, no, you can go watch, you can go rewatch. Yep. yep. All that. You know how many times I'll wait on Snowfall and shit and then like watch three in a row because it's you so good. You know what I mean? Like, yep. Yep. <laughs> and everything. Yeah, you know, I want people to do the same with us. So, like, I don't trip. And some people are like, yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I haven't watched the last episode yet. I'm like, first of all, relax. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I know you nope, will. Give you, a- you know, episode eight, as a human being, you'll probably finish at some point. Right, right. Seven, eight. So people be like, oh, I just don't want to, you know, you know, no disrespect. I just haven't seen it. I haven't got the chance. They start telling me the whole life story. I'm like, dude. Back, see, back when I was 10, I, I, this like, problem started. Like, things happened. And like, then like my dog died and my girl broke up with me. Yeah, I'm like, dude, I don't even know you. Relax. I don't even know you. Know you. My shit busting. So you, like, you missing yeah. out. Right. Yeah, like for real. You missing out. Oh, that's your bad. I'm not tripping. Yeah, that's your L. That's me. Hey, you said he said my dog died. <laughs> my no, girl left me. <laughs> Rent is due. I ain't paid it yet. I just I don't. You know. All the all the excuse my dog ate my homework. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, what? Just watch. Just, just go straight. Oh yeah. <laughs> man. Okay, we got two more for you. So, uh, so when you come to the porch, man, I always gotta bring up a food topic. And with you being an LA native, I ask almost all my LA people this very important question. In and out or fat burger, and tell me why. <laughs> okay, look, I say this I say in and out because in and out is something that you can't get as often. I've noticed that in the last kind of couple of years, I actually eat fat burger way more, but that's only because I can't order in and out. If I go to in and out, in and out is going to be an hour long gig. Like I got to sit in line for at least 40 minutes. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Even if you go to the window, it's still going to be a little wait. So just by that, when you don't have something as much, Right. It technically is be- technically is better. It's like raisin canes, chicken tenders. Some people will say like, oh, I like Chick-fil-A or, you know, whatever the case is. Or or even if we're talking about Days Hot Chicken. Days Hot Chicken, what's a better chicken sandwich? Days Hot Chicken or Chick-fil-A? Well, like, I'm just going to say Days because I don't have it all the time. 
Right. Right. It's almost like you think about like, like uh, everybody like what they can't get all the time. Yeah. Like that's, like, that's like a steakhouse. You don't go to steakhouse every single. You know what I mean? But when you exactly. go, that's, that's so a good. That's, go, a good like, man, that's the best steak I had. You know what I'm saying? Shout that's to my girl. Such and such. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, realistically, I have fat burger. Women, fat burger is phenomenal. <laughs> it is. But I can order fat burger and be here in ten minutes. Yeah. Right. Like, you can't. You can't even. In and out is so like known and needed. You can't. It's not on the delivery apps. You can't get it delivered. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so I mean, like you know, it's worth the wait. And when you get it, it's it's kind of like you make it good because like nigga, it better be good for as long as I've been waiting for this. Year. You know <laughs> yeah, right, right. And I'm not even gonna say it's gonna be bad because then I look stupid. Right, like, right. So it's right. done burger, and that's it, on you. It's gonna be the best burger ever right now because of, of what I have to go through. It's funny you said because most people we've had on has chosen In and Out, but we had a we, we had a uh, uh, our, our homeboy Jack. Yeah, he's a yeah. uh, he's a rapper out here in, in in LA. He he gave us a full breakdown of why Fat Burger was great. He said. In and out fries is trash. You gotta get them extra true. crispy. The burger little. He said the burgers from In and Out little. You gotta get two of them just to get full. <laughs> he said. <laughs> he said you ain't got the chili. I said. I said you can get animal stuff. Yeah, but it ain't the chili. <laughs> he was really chili he though. It's, behind it. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. It's like I'm not. I'm not so biased. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because at the end of the day, they're both great. But I would say that too. I've done this one time. I did it one time, but it just took too long. Yeah. I went to In and Out, and I got a burger, and then I went to McDonald's and got McDonald's fries. Mm. And I swear it was busting, y'all. I swear it was busting. Crazy. <laughs> and I and also I was like, and by the way, I want a lost fry. And no, I want some fresh fries. Like, don't give me if you fresh. give me the mother yep. fries, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a drop them, back. bitches. I wait and on. I, yes, exactly. I wait on. So I, I I'll pull up to that next spot and just sit. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Fresh crispy McDonald's fries with In and Out double double was bust, but it took an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but don't and the McDonald's fries though when, when they fresh. Oh my god. Right. Best fries ever. McDonald's fries are right. best fries. I only hear in and out fries is trash. What he was saying is trash. I just think that the, the whole sometimes all the whole like, oh the healthy we we it's a fresh potato. We fry it right there. It's like, well, I don't want it. I don't, I want, don't it. want it fresh. Right. I want it artificial. <laughs> I, I, I want it uh, whatever it tastes delicious. <laughs> I want it that way. Yes. Hell yeah. yeah. I love it. So we we heading towards the end of the show. Definitely gotta finish the finish our uh doorbell. Um Serious here with this last question. Uh, go ahead and finish this statement for us. In 2022, Jordan Jones will blank. In Jordan 2022, Jordan Jones will definitely make a bigger mark um, on the industry more than 2021 for sure. Um, and uh, I think that Jordan Jones 2022 is a more polished Jordan Jones, you know, in, in all individually and i'm not just saying that because it's the farthest i've come because there's certain times where i feel like i was more secure and then got older didn't feel secure and then got back to it but i always just say that where it comes to when it comes to this profession I, i'll kind of be specific kind of like the stuff that i was saying about like okay like when i audition i try to make it perfect and i don't want to mess up and i do certain things yada 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 and kind of overthink things i think that i'm so and not because of bel-air and all this stuff but the, yeah. i'm just more secure in myself and who i am and seeing the whole process and seeing how like stress and overthinking stuff really doesn't help and it doesn't get you anywhere and i knew that when we we're younger like people say stress is bad don't stress don't stress don't stress right. got it but you're in your body so then you right. end up stressing you like i'm not trying to stress but i'm thinking about not stressing which means i'm stressing yeah me personally when it comes to that I have gone through, I've not, I've, I've so much, so much learning to do. I have so much growth to do, but when it comes to the stress factor of overthinking things that I can't control, I no longer do that. And mm -hmm. I think I got that in 2022, where it's like, Hey, 
I don't even, not that I don't care about audition, but look, if they want me, they want me. If they don't, they don't. They know my, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's what it is. I know my friends. So the people like me, like me. If they don't, they don't. Like I was telling you about the whole friend. I, yeah. I don't care. I think about that stuff anymore. And I, and that's as a recently. So that's why I would say, you know, I'm definitely more polished, more relaxed, mature Jordanelle Jones than, uh, than years before. And this is definitely the best Jordan. I got a couple projects coming. I can't really speak on them. Um, yep. but I got a couple projects I'm working on. Um, right. that's what, you know, what's coming up next. Um, and I'm really excited for those as well, especially obviously Bel Air, but at the same time, Bel Air is not my ceiling, you know, right. right. I'm going to yeah, be yeah. doing a lot of right. stuff. Like me and Jabari talk about it all the time. I was like, but I want to be a movie star for real, like for real, for real. Yep. I want to be, you know, I love TV and all that stuff. And I would love to keep doing TV and all of that. And it's, and it's great. But like, I want to be like a blockbuster, Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and you can do it, bro. Will Smith movie stuff. Hey, it's hey, out there now. You just goal. hey, it's out there. You put it out there, bro. It's gonna happen. It's exactly. That's what I'm now. saying. Ain't no won't. It's 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 here. <laughs> you just said it. It's here. How are you doing you know. it now? Hell yeah. yeah. Now I love it, bro. Control what you can control is basically what you're bro. saying in, in yeah. all facets of life. <laughs> and if you can't, don't let the thought of it control you. It's really, it's a really dark place, man. And I know it's easier said than done because you people try not to trip over things they can't control and they end up doing it anyway. I understand that as a yeah. human, but I think you have to go through enough first to be like, yeah, I remember I did that and it felt really shitty and I was stressing over that and it went and it went the way I wanted to and I was stressing over it and it didn't go the way I wanted to and I couldn't control either. Right. So you know which option should I go with, right? So <laughs> option is do whatever, do the audition, throw it away. Option is talk to him how you want to talk to him and however he receives it is how he receives it. And, you know, be friends with the people you want to be. And if people think you changed, let them think that. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, you can't control that. I'm not about to sit here typing the niggas and telling them exactly my thoughts and all that. Like, you can't do that. I got to you gotta protect your peace. You control what you can control and just be yourself, for real. Mic drop. You know what I mean? That's number wisdom right there. Hey, man. Again, Meryl, we appreciate you for hopping on the porch, man. Oh, man um, thank you, man. This was fun, man. This was fun. It really was, man. It didn't this feel like we was fun. doing a show. I thought like we were just, we were just talking. Yeah, literally. <laughs> With the guys. So, I think nah, this is, yeah. and not in a bad way, this is great. This is the longest, this is the longest interview or podcast I've definitely done. In a good way, because yeah. I always think about all the interviews that I've done, and they'll be like 30 minutes and stuff, but then I'll watch other podcasts like All the Smoke, and I'll go ahead and podcast, and, yeah, yeah. and I'll be there, like, they they're they're talking for like two hours. Hey, hey, drink chat be on there for like 10 hours. No, they be on that hours. Hours. Man, I'd be having to turn it off, turn it back on. But also, you have to turn it off because you're like, damn, I didn't realize it was going that long. I got shit to do. Yep. Yeah. But when you just talk with people that you fuck with, and it's really genuine, it's like, man, we can talk. We just keep kept talking. Y'all, y'all stopped me. I was like, oh shit, we at the end. I was like, oh snap. So I'm telling you, I'm like, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. I had a lot of fun for real. I had a lot of fun. Before you go, let the people know where they can find you though, like social media wise. Here's your time to shout out what you got going on. Hey, absolutely. Hey, first and foremost, if you haven't tuned in to Bel Air on Peacock, all 10 episodes are streaming. If you don't got Peacock, buy it. It is worth it. It is. If not, I'll pay for it. I lied to you. I won't do that. But, I was, but you should get somebody. <laughs> but hey, honestly, Jordan L. Jones, you can find me at Jordan L. Jones on Instagram and at Jordan L. Jones underscore on Twitter. There it is. Love it. Love it. Hey, we appreciate the time, my bro. Uh, we fuck around because, you know what I mean? I'm Brian Jones. For, for Jordan real. Jones. You never know, for bro. Real. All love on the porch, bro. it together. Yeah. Yeah. Chopping it up. We you know easily could be, dog. Like, how, we easily could be. <laughs> That's how I be. Uh, but okay, hey, bro, I wish you, I wish you nothing but love and success, bro, and blessings, bro. And the best thing that you said, bro, was the best you is you. All right, that's for the porch, man. Best you is you. 
Hey, the Porch Podcast underscore. You know how to follow us. Hey, stream us. Hey, that bandwagon moving. So you better go ahead and jump real. on because it's going crazy. You already know who you rocking with. Yes, sir, man. Yes. We hey, tune in, subscribe. We out. Started Peace. on the porch. That was where it all began. Had to put it work every day. We got it in. We chased all our dreams and now they can't believe it. We make it look easy. We achieving everything we need. Now we undefeated. If we link, no, it's only business. If we get to speak and leave them speechless. I did things for free, but now it costs to see me. When you see me, you ain't got to greet me. Just don't plot to sneak me. I'ma see it. I'ma stop and watch you lose and get defeated. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.